now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, this is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're here every week to talk about your home, whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for tips on seasonal maintenance or smart upgrades for your place, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech, and the team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. These are amazing local professionals and great resources who'd love to hear from you. If you're looking for advice, please do make sure to call the team members here at the Whole Home Show. They'd love to help. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for over 28 years as your host. I love talking about real estate. I love hearing your stories and uh, delivering to you every week information that helps you with your purchasing or selling process because it is a complicated one. Uh, I'm a rare born and raised Victorian. I've never left here. I love our town and I'm a huge community supporter. I've helped hundreds of people achieve their goals and dreams in real estate. I'd be happy to help you too. So if you are looking for another opinion or need more information on your real estate buying or selling process, feel free to give me a call. I'd be happy to chat with you. You can find uh, my contact information and the rest of our show sponsors' contact information on the CFAX website, 1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. You can also find me on my team's website. It's the Prime Real Estate Team. It is www.primeteam.ca. This week, we're visiting one of Victoria's retirement communities, specifically the Parkwood. We'll be talking about independent and assisted living and what residents can ex- expect when they are there. Guests Kathy Aegis and Jackie McAfee will be joining us in just a few moments. But we'll start our show with our weekly listener question. If you have a question about real estate or a story to tell us, we'd love to hear from you. Our hotline number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or you can find us online again at cfax1070.com, and we would love to talk about it on the air. I had an email this week uh, from Ed. Uh, Actually, it was more than an email. It was an emailed offer. Uh, And (laughs) I want to talk to you today about the process, about how offers work, because Ed was wondering why agents demand he write offers on properties instead of just having the agent see if their seller will accept his verbal offer. He feels it's a waste of time. So I need to set this up a little bit here with a bit of background uh, for you. Uh, we have a property for sale, of course, as, as we do. That's our job. We, we are uh, agents for sellers. Um, Ed messaged in and said that he'd like to purchase a property and he was willing to pay X amount of dollars for it. And uh, so as we normally do, I, I had a bit of a uh, follow-up conversation by email with him saying, well, you know, first of all, you should see the property because <laughs> you can't really make an informed choice or an offer on a property without actually physically having seen it. Uh, the other thing too, is his offer was very low. I mean, it's one of these cases of a, a low ball offer as it were. Um, but he was wondering why I wanted him to, first of all, see the property and secondly, write an offer on prescribed forms, uh, basically a, off, a contract of purchase and sale, make an offer. 
uh, because his thought process, it seems, is that he just wants to uh, sh- do the shotgun approach and just ask as many people as possible, will you take my offer of X amount of dollars, hoping maybe that somebody would, would take it. Okay, so there's a few things to talk about here. The first thing is, uh, as agencies, licensees in British Columbia here, yes, we are obligated to present all offers to our clients, the seller. Uh, so in this particular case, of course, I have had to inform my seller that this uh, so-called offer came in. But if you can imagine, there's really not much else for the seller to uh, to even respond to because there's a number of vital points that are missing. Uh, what is the completion date that Ed was asking or, or hoping for? When is the possession date going to happen? What are his conditions? Did he need to, because it's a strata, did he need to review strata documents? Did he need, uh, does he need financing? Does he need to do a building inspection? Uh, does he need to review title and all of these things? And when was he going to want to do those by? In addition to that, uh, what is his deposit? We talked about deposits a few weeks back, about how deposits are a stakeholder. They are required to make a contract legal. None of these things were included in this verbal offer. All he did was offer out uh, a price, which again, as I said, was was very, very low. So um, there, there's a few more things to talk about here. First of all, again, like I said, this should be in writing and all these details need to be in place, not only for the seller to be able to make an informed decision on how they would react to the offer, but secondarily, too, from the buyer's standpoint, you need to make sure that all of these things are written out to, to most definitely protect your own best interest, Ed. Um, the next thing, too, is you're contacting me directly. I am the listing agent. The rules have changed. They changed in June of 2018. As the listing agent, I am not able to provide any representation or any form of agency to you. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. Don't know your backstory. And not only that, uh, I am forbidden by our Real Estate Council of British Columbia from representing both you and my client, who is the seller. So we always strongly recommend that an unrepresented party uh, receives their own separate independent representation uh, because there's so many things to consider when you're buying a piece of real estate. It's not like buying a car. It's not like you're just going onto a car lot and you're saying, hey, I like that Honda. Uh, I'll pay you 17000 for a $20,000 car. That's not how real estate works. There's a lot of ramifications here. You need to know what you're buying. You need to know uh, if there are any issues that you should be aware of before making this purchase. For most people, it is the largest purchase they will ever make. And granted, this is a smaller condo. You know, condos are pretty basic and straightforward. You're also going to want to know, though, about depreciation report, about the um, systems in the building. How is the elevator doing? How is the uh, HRV, heat recovery and ventilation system? All of those things. Uh, so, so again, uh, for anyone here thinking, is that all that's necessary, is sending offers like that? Well, again... The law states that we do need to inform our seller, but the seller doesn't need to respond because you're not really giving them anything. Uh, There's a lot to know about the process of buying a piece of real estate, and that's exactly what a real estate person is for. So, Ed, uh, as I said in my email, go find yourself your own representation. By the way, um, you know, often people's thoughts are, hey, if I go to the listing agent directly, maybe I can get the property for cheaper because I'll be representing myself. Well, first of all, you're not representing yourself because you are not qualified 
qualified uh, as far as being a licensed real estate professional is concerned. Uh, you know, to be perfectly frank with you, you're not paying fees. You're not going through continuing education that we need to do. You are not handling uh, the best interests of clients on a daily basis out there. You're really just looking after yourself, which is fine. But basically what you are is you are an unrepresented individual, uh, which is allowed by law. Like no law is going to tell you that you have to get a real estate person, but you're just going to need to understand the risks of being unrepresented in a real estate transaction because there is a lot to know. Uh, thank you for your message, Ed. It was a very interesting online conversation. Uh, and for anyone else who's listening, if you have a question or something that you would like to chat about here uh, or an experience, we've had so many great experiences shared with us here on our program, we want to hear from you. The number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, find us online, cfax1070.com. Uh, by the way, if you're scrambling for your pen and paper, looking to jot down the numbers and everything, don't you worry. If you're a podcast listener, you can download all of our shows. We have them all online. Uh, you can find us on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, just search The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our information is there. We are having a conversation today about the Parkwood uh, and how independent and assistant li assisted living uh, can be a, a great way uh, to, to go from your family home of many years uh, to getting some uh, care, attention, uh, and a sense of community. They are wonderful places, but you're going to learn a lot more about them after our break. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Uh, this is a real estate show. We talk all about real estate, your home, uh, tips. We've had our, our show sponsors, mortgage broker, a building inspector, home insurance, uh, and legal uh, uh, tips here for you on the show. There's so much that we like to talk about. We've also had a number of uh, guests and visitors talking about the needs of seniors. We've had in-home senior care. We've had in-home care. Sorry, we've had uh, um, equipment. Uh, mobility specialist, uh, so much. And today is no different. Uh, we have a couple of guests with us, and we're here to talk and learn more about the Parkwood. Our first guest is Kathy Aegis. Kathy is a, the sales consultant there at Parkwood Place. Kathy, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Tony. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, well, let's talk about Parkwood. First of all, where is it? We're located uh, 3051 Shelburne Street, uh, close to Hillside Mall. And it backs onto the Lansdowne Field there. That's correct. The yeah. school, Lansdowne Middle School. Uh, absolutely. Um, tell us about the Parkwood. So uh, who, who's a great resident? Like who would be the right person to move to the Parkwood? That's a hard question, Tony. We have so many great residents. Um, we have 100 suites in our community um, and a wonderful 106 residents, so hard to choose one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but our average age is around 88. Um, um, typical resident, maybe a male or a female, um, with a long history of, um, of life. Um, wonderful, wonderful people. I feel very privileged. Well, because we share many clients. We uh, do. And I, I can say they are also very active Absolutely, they yeah. are. Yeah, lots of, um, 
lots of people actually moving in in their 80s and 90s that have very busy schedules. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a very great recreation program, uh, which a lot of our residents participate on a daily basis. Uh, and a lot of a lot of our residents are active outside of our community as well. Yeah. Now, locationally, it was very thoughtfully planned because it's right across the street from not only Hillside Mall, but also the medical complex uh, where the where the pharmacy is mm-hmm. uh, and um, easy transit to get to anywhere. It's a, it's a great location. It's a great location. Uh, lots of resident or lots of restaurants uh, in our community. Uh, doctor's offices, pharmacies, as you've said, uh, dentist offices, and of course Hillside Mall is just a five-minute walk away. Great walking area. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, would you say the majority of your residents uh, are locals? They come from nearby? A lot are. Yeah. Uh, typically, we find uh, Oak Bay Uplands area. A lot of people will move um, because that's where their home is. Yeah. That's uh, an area that they're familiar with that they will move to Parkwood Place. And I'm finding that there are a lot of um, a lot of folks that used to live in our area that have moved away and are wanting to move back to that area. Interesting, because it's all about community. People it's, people are accustomed to their their amenities and services nearby. Absolutely. Yeah, and and I guess in some ways, because the Rivera's other property, uh, the Kensington, which is up the street by the university. That's right. That would yeah. be, for instance, for... Uh, it's, that's your sister property. That's right. Um, those would be for people who ha- have uh, spent a lot of time in the, for instance, Gordon Head area. Right? That's absolutely right. Yeah. 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 Um, when people walk into the Parkwood, let's kind of describe it for our listeners who maybe mm-hmm. haven't been there yet. So we are a community of 100 suites uh, with a mix of studio, one bedroom and two bedroom units. Mm-hmm. Um, as you walk into Parkwood Place, it will you would feel quite home-like. Uh, we have this grand staircase. It's winding, you, yeah. Winding staircase, uh, uh, lovely lobby, fireside lounge with a patio uh, walking out into the east side facing Lansdowne Middle School in the grass area. Yeah. Um, lots of recreational area on the main floor as well as a beautiful yeah, dining room. Yeah, so there's, room. for instance, a craft room, right? There is. Yeah. We have a craft room, a TV lounge, a library, a games room all on the first floor. Yeah. Uh, so it's very accessible for everybody. Okay. And let's talk about meals because, of course, the, the dining room is a big part of the, the main floor there. Absolutely. huge part of everybody's life is, is your meals and the companionship that you will have uh, during those meal times. Uh, Parkwood Place offers three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and two seatings at each of those meals. Um, freshly prepared in our own dining room, in our own kitchen, uh, by our um, director of culinary and his team. Um, bright dining room, uh, lovely, lovely place. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess with 106 residents you mentioned, uh, it's it's it's... I guess small enough that the um, director of of uh, culinary uh, he probably knows what uh, people's uh, needs and diet because there's dietary requirements here, right? Absolutely, absolutely, and our servers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to know everybody and what it is that they they may want to have to drink or what their dietary preferences are. Yeah, well, and we've had this conversation on the show before because we've had uh, dietitians. 
uh, and uh, as we mentioned, uh, in-home care as well. I, I, this seems to be one of those areas that, for instance, kids, you know, may, maybe people, people our age uh, are, are concerned about their parents and are they eating well enough? Are they, are they sufficiently nourished? And this is a, another reason why they would want to come to a place like Parkwood, right? Absolutely. Nutrition is huge, Tony. One of, one of the main reasons that people will make a move into retirement is because of the nutrition. Um, you know, having three healthy meals a day yeah. is definitely going not to... Not just toast and tea. Not just toast and tea. Yeah. And it's the companionship at those meals as well that's important. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I, I guess, or I feel that um, oftentimes people will have their regular sort of dinner uh, partners or dinner mates, right? They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. But, there, but there's a lot of people to get to know. Absolutely. There's yeah. 106 people to get to know. And you can do as much or as little as what you wish to do. Yeah, a really active uh, active community. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, one I have in mind right now, and again, it's it's a it's a shared customer of ours. Um, the fellow was ninety five years old, and I gotta say, he when I learned that, like I, I thought for sure he was twenty years younger. I know. Yeah. It's I I have a really hard time telling age, and I think age is just a number. Yeah. I really do. Um, we have some amazing people in their 90s living with us that you would never know that they're in their 90s. Yeah. yeah. And and I think maybe for some they they've um, they've been in their house for say 50 years, love their home, acknowledge the fact that there's maintenance and there's upkeep and things that maybe they 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 would like to spend their energies elsewhere. So to be in a um, community like uh, the Parkwood uh, to be able to just enjoy the company of other people Absolutely. And, uh, and good meals. It's a, it's a great way to be. Absolutely is. Gives them the time to do the things that they really are important to them. Spending time with their families when family comes to visit and just enjoying their life. Okay. Now, if anyone's interested, uh, and again, it doesn't need to be uh, somebody who's 95 years old. It could be their kids. If their kids Absolutely. are listening to the show right now and are saying, hey, maybe I should learn more about the Parkwood, what's the best way for them to, to do so? Best way for them to do is to contact us by telephone, 250-598-1565, and they can ask for myself, Kathy Ajaz. Yeah, and of course, you do the tours and everything and show people around. That's right. And spend a lot of time with um, family members and um, our senior residents to find out what it is that they really want, uh, what they're looking for specifically. Yeah, and, and for for the resident themselves, it's always a good idea to have the, the family involved in the process. Absolutely. Well. I like to do that, Tony. I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. Well, it's the same in real estate, too. Right? I mean, it's a big decision for someone to make. It is. Yeah. And, I mean, there, there are costs, too. I mean, people obviously pay for this, right? Um, but for many, it's like, hey, it's, it's time to enjoy. It's time to enjoy life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, now, um, we are going to have, uh, after the break here, uh, Jackie McAfee, who is also with Parkwood, but it's Parkwood Court. It's across the street. We're going to learn a little more about that because it's a different level of care. So, uh, Kathy, of course, the um, uh, Parkwood place is independent living. So these are people who are healthy and, you know, they're enjoying their life at 95. 95. How old's your oldest resident, by the way? Our oldest resident is 101. My goodness. And our youngest is 68. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So we're going to learn a little more uh, across the street, but Kathy, don't go anywhere because we're going to have a further conversation with you and Jackie uh, after the next break. Um, But again, the location of people need to find Parkwood is? 3051 Shelburne Street. 
Shelburne at uh, Hillside. Hillside. Great. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I am Tony Joe. Our, we're here every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, Carrie Augustini, insurance manager for Island Savings, Carrie Smith, home inspector from InspectTech, and the team at the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. If you're looking for some information from any of these professionals, just look up our contact information on the CFAX 1070 website. Look under Shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show, with me, Tony Joe, and my contact information is there as well, too, if you're looking for uh, advice or information on local real estate. be happy to chat with you. We're having a conversation today uh, about one of Victoria's retirement communities, specifically the Parkwood. And the Parkwood does have two components to it. We were speaking just a moment ago with Kathy Aegis. She's going to be back in a couple of minutes talking about Parkwood Place. And right now we have with us Jackie McAfee, uh, who is with Parkwood Court. Hey, Jackie. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. So um, we just were saying, we're talking with Kathy about how a Parkwood place is a uh, location for independent living, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, the typical client is that person who's maybe lived in their home nearby for a while and it's time for them to move in and start enjoying uh, basically like living on a cruise ship but on land. Right. Right. Now... Parkwood Court is across the street, and that's where you are. Yes. So tell us about Parkwood Court and what the difference is. Parkwood Court is complex care where we offer full care with registered nurses and uh, registered care staff. So we look after their medications, um, their meals are included three days a week, or three days. Three times a day. Three times a day, sorry. Um, we have recreational programs to do the socializing with the with the residents. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, we do bus trips and we do fitness and we have lots of entertainment. So basically, it, it is it's the next level. So we talked about independence uh, with Parkwood Place. Yes. And as time moves on. Um, it, people's health there can be health challenges yes and this is where they can transition to parkwood court which is conveniently in the same location more or less right it is it is we're just a smaller version of parkwood place okay um we do levels one to three till the end of life okay at parkwood court yeah how uh, so I'm, I'm gathering that it's common that people from Parkwood Place end up mm-hmm. moving over to Parkwood Court, right? Yes, they do. Okay. Yes. But it's not just for people from Parkwood Place. This could no. be anyone. No, that. this can be anyone that's requiring full care 24 hours a day, yeah. whether it's uh, mobility, whether it's uh, um, the starting of dementia, Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. You know, there's a various... Um, span of, of, of what kind of medical care people's what, needs yes people's yeah. needs correct. and and uh you had mentioned uh when we were at another meeting that uh, parkwood court has a uh a staff doctor now right yes very okay, and this is really this sounds very unique to me it, it is okay. so we're going to have our own house doctor and she's going to have her her team together and uh, so any residents that come in that don't have a doctor 
they we will take on new patients mm -hmm. and because this is a big issue here actually is. not just in Victoria and British Columbia but yes. particularly here because there is a there is a stat um, and we talked about that uh, yes. it was something like was it 40 percent of people don't have or their own do not have doctors no. yeah so this is peace of mind when I'm meeting with the families is to make sure that they do have a doctor if they don't now we can offer that anyone moving into Parkwood Court uh, will have a doctor yeah. and the doctors will be right there they don't have to take them out for appointments uh, the doctor will be monitoring their medication. Yeah, so when it comes time to making uh, prescriptions Absolutely. and all that. And yes. Yeah, yes. because the other stress is when people need to go to the clinic. Yes, that's right. And you go to the clinic and you're only allowed to talk about one health issue at a time, one right? One health issue. You never know which doctor you're going to get. It's yeah. a different doctor all the time. So I think building that relationship to, to that resident uh, with our doctor is going to be um, absolutely incredible I'm very excited about it the whole team are really excited about it amazing mm -hmm. all right so uh, get, getting back to the to residents at uh, Parkwood Court so let's just say you know I, I'm a I'm a person and I'm concerned about my parent right uh, how does one decide the level of care that's needed so what we do we I always meet with the family members because they're usually the ones that are making the decision for their loved one. And then we would come and do an assessment uh, with with their, their family member. And we kind of get a really good idea of what kind of levels of care. We also uh, check in with their doctor. If they do have a doctor, we have to get a form through the doctor of what their history is, where they are now, what medications. So we do it step by step, but it's to make sure that we're going to be the right fit mm -hmm. for them. And then Big decision. Big decision. Yeah. And so once we do that, once they move in, within 72 hours, we're now seeing them over a 24-hour basis. So we're seeing things that we may not have picked up when we uh, did the assessment, we're going to reassess them. Okay. And then we also, that gets updated and we always meet with the families. We've got our director of health and wellness, our associate health and wellness. We have a dietitian, our director of culinary, our director of recreational. We all meet with the families to make sure where things are-, are um, They're getting the going, best of care. Getting the best of care, yeah. right. And we also do a history on um, the resident um, and a recreation social. What did they do, do in their past? What was their passion? So we try to incorporate that in the recreational programs, and it's, it's pretty amazing what you see. You know, um, We have one resident right now that plays the piano, and, oh, my goodness, he just draws everybody yeah. to even the residents, the staff. Yeah. And, and that's that's his passion. So, we um, it's you support that. And, we yeah. really do, and yeah. it's it's a very a real home atmosphere. You know, um, we we love them as if they're our own parents. You know, we're caring for them, and it's very very important. Wow. Now you said that Parkwood Court is a smaller version of Parkwood Place. So it is. So Kathy mentioned that uh, there's a hundred suites across mm -hmm. the street. And how many do you have? We have seventy nine <coughs> suites. Oh, it's not that much smaller. It's not that much smaller, okay. but um, 
we have maybe two or three couples, and the rest are all individual, you know. Yeah. So, and uh, we do have some suites available. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's that continuous. Yeah. And that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's... <clears throat> the, I have learned so much just in the past little bit uh, talking uh, and listening uh, to you about uh, Parkwood Court because there's a, there's a lot more there there's is. a lot more to it, yes. right? And uh, and again, it's 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 important to to know the to know the difference between that independent living and the complex care. That's right. Yes, yeah. um, the the complex care we do, as I say, we do the twenty four hour care. Yeah. We're doing night checks on the residents to make sure they're okay. And this is a big uh, a relief for family members that oh, don't need to is. worry about their yes. their parent or loved one, right? You know, I I meet with many families and, and a family member is the caregiver and they just come in and they're, they can't do it anymore. <clears throat> and you know, that's where we come in. We can take that yeah. pressure off of them and we want them to come and enjoy the relationship with their mom or dad you know, and just see the good things, and then, you know, they yeah. can relax a little bit. Got yeah. it. Oh, okay, so, uh, and if people are interested in uh, Parkwood Court, so the address there again is? Is 3000 Shelburne Street, <laughs> yeah. just down from Hillside Mall. Right across from right Kathy across at Parkwood from Place. Kathy at Parkwood Place. Yeah, and the phone number? Is 250 <laughs> That's great. And just ask for Jackie. Ask for Jackie. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, uh, don't go anywhere because we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation with both of you about what people can expect, uh, the experience of living uh, first at Parkwood Place and then over at Parkwood Court. Okay. All right. Back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're talking today about one of Victoria's retirement communities, the Parkwood, both Parkwood Place and Parkwood Court. In our studio right now is Kathy Aegis from Parkwood Place and Jackie McAfee from Parkwood Court. I've had conversations with both of them. Thank you both again for coming and chatting with us. Thank, Thank you, you for Tony. having us. Yeah, I, by the way, I, I, I think you both know, because we know each other from other, other parts in the community here. Um, <clears throat> Parkwood means a lot to me because my family home was around the corner, right? So I went to Lansdowne uh, Middle uh, Junior High School back then. That was my whole stomping grounds. My mom um, was at the farm save across the street for 20 years, you know, we're family friends with the owners there. Uh, the, the, and I live not far away right now. Wow. So it is, uh, it, it is it's, it's close to my heart as well, too. Yeah. Thank you. It's a great neighborhood. It is. It is. Yeah, and you, I know you're not just saying that. No, I'm not just no. saying yeah, that. It's it's a great spot. Okay, so um, before the break, uh, we had talked about Parkwood Place with Kathy and how that is a beautiful place for independent seniors wanting independent living. Uh, and then we transitioned over to talk to uh, Jackie about Parkwood Court and complex care. So there is some sort of bridge that happens there. When somebody goes from Parkwood Place to Parkwood Court, can we talk about that for a moment? Like, what, how was that decision made and how does it look? Absolutely. Um, because we're independent living, uh, we don't have any nursing staff or our own home support workers on site. 
some of our residents do have home support, a service provider of their choice, mm-hmm. who comes in and, and does some activities of daily living or assistance with our residents. Yeah, so there are services in town. So we've had Breck engage from right. um, Comfort Keepers here mm-hmm. on the show a couple times. So him and his team can come in, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So when, when it gets to the point where our resident needs to have more care and in meaning more care, they need to have unscheduled tasks provided or they need to have uh, nursing care on site. That's when we start to have those conversations with family members and our resident and make some recommendations for a transition over to Parkwood Court. Mm-hmm. Is it, so I'm just thinking here that the, the move for the individual to Parkwood Court is it makes more sense because Parkwood Court is outfitted for all of these services, right, Jackie? That's correct. Yes, they are. Right, and everything's there. Everything's there. We have the nursing. We now have the doctor, as we spoke about. Mm -hmm. Um, There's 24-hour care. Um, We have the recreational program. Uh, We do the housekeeping, the laundry. We take care of everything now from independent. So now we're going to look after everything. Got it. So it so it changes for the individual. So where they may have brought in care uh, in Parkwood uh, Place, and they get transitioned over to Parkwood Court. So um, since Parkwood Court has all the services, then the individual no longer needs to have that care brought in, right? That's Have-in. correct. Mm-hmm. Right. Got it. Got yes. it. Um, what's what's sort of like the timeline? Like what typically happens when somebody makes that decision? It varies, Tony. Um, it depends on availability. Depends on availability. Also depends on the individual. Sometimes at Parkwood Place, more care may be put into place, um, private care, yeah. um, and then family will decide from that point when it's time to make that move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it too. I, I suppose when we're talking about things like memory impairment, a, a lot, yes. a lot of Parkwood Court is the safety of the individual, right? Yes, it Jackie? is. Yes. We're not a lockdown. I want to get that clear. Yeah, so let's explain that for our listeners. Yes, because some people think that, oh my goodness, the long-term care, that means it's going to be a, you know... The doors are locked. The doors are locked. Uh, It's almost like the old schooling of institution. That's not what we are. We're so far from that. We're so far from that. Our doors are locked for security. Mm -hmm. Um, So... uh, so it makes it secure for any residents that are having some memory care oh. uh, that are illnesses or that 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 we can secure them that you know that they don't get out and get lost yeah. or that. So um, they have the monitor, the medical alert monitor, okay. which they do at Parkwood. Uh, yeah, we Parkwood we haven't touched Place. on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. th- do all the residents have that at Parkwood Place? Kathy? They have that choice. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have the choice uh, for the personal pendant. Yeah. If they want to wear it, they can. If not, that's their personal and choice. And for our listeners here, that that is that's the if if somebody is having uh, a problem in their suite, if they've, you know, they fallen or something, mm-hmm. um, they just hit the button and absolutely. And we have twenty four hours at the front desk, Tony. So there's always, there's always there. somebody there to respond to an emergency. Yeah, and that's true obviously of both both a part of place and part of court that's correct yeah where our monitor they get to the nurse right away 
you know, because they're all, the nurses are all hooked up to a phone. Mm -hmm. uh, if they need anything, they can actually talk to the resident right away. Or yeah. They're right there. You know, I'm embarrassed to say, I, although I've been to Parkwood Place many times, I've never stepped foot in the Parkwood Court yet. Well, you'll have to come in and have a tour. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen pictures. I've seen yes. pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we've got a beautiful dining room. We've got a library, a puzzle room, a recreation area, and we've got beautiful gardens that the residents just love to go out and sit in the sun and yeah. and uh, take in the sun. Well, and something we haven't mentioned yet on this sh on this show is uh, guests and family members are encouraged to come and, and visit, right? Absolutely. We encourage them to come and have a tour. Uh, come for your afternoon tea. That's that's usually at 2.30 every day, seven days a week. Yeah. And just get a taste of it, you know, and, yeah. and bring mom or dad if you can. Okay. Now, if mom and dad are already in uh, either Parkwood Court or Parkwood Place, then um, they're welcome to bring their kids for dinner or meals, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Come and have meals with them. Uh, we have special family meals. Christmas time, <coughs> we do the Christmas dinner where they invite their families, mm -hmm. and we do all this. Oh, stuff. man. And, you know, you guys, uh, Parkwood uh, Place anyways, I've seen the place decorated yeah. up for Christmas. You guys do it right. Pretty spectacular. Yeah, especially in, that, yeah. Um, in the fireplace in area. In the fireside yes. lounge. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's just uh, just amazing. What what kind of um, what kind of comments do you guys get from family members uh, who have their parents uh, either at Parkwood Place or Parkwood Court? Like, what do you hear? Very happy for their parents. Happy for themselves as well, knowing that their parents are uh, in Parkwood Place and that their you know their needs are being looked after and that they are safe. Yeah. And we're the same. Yeah. Uh, the families thank us. It's just peace of mind for them, and they know mom and dad are doing well. And uh, um, it's they, they're they're it becomes their new home. Yeah. And so they make it, and then. So one of the things I do want to bring up, and I have brought this up before on, on the same sort of topic, because we've had uh, Kensington uh, here on the show it was some time ago now, it was maybe a couple of years ago, um, which again, sister property to you guys, your your Rivera properties. Mm -hmm. um, I I find when I'm serving people who are selling, that they often wait what seems to be too long. They, it's too late. Uh, where sometimes people skip the whole independent living aspect and have to go right into either complex care or, or even hospital, which I think is kind of sad because they never had the chance to enjoy what they could uh, with Kathy at Parkwood Place, for instance, right? Totally agree, Tony. Um, I think people are becoming more educated, though, uh, that independent living is available. And we are getting younger residents um, who want you to make the move. You said 68, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. And many in their early 80s. So I think, I think it's changing. Um, and most of the residents that we see wanting to make a move to Parkwood Place are like our, our shared client. Uh, yes. They are very independent. They're very very young 90 year old so yeah mm -hmm. and you know without giving much away because of course the you know the um confidentiality is important mm -hmm. in both of our businesses absolutely yeah. i mean these are folks who who built their house 60 years ago that's right they've been in the same home they're both so healthy like it's unbelievable he doesn't wear glasses to read i have to wear glasses to read <laughs> yeah. right yeah and uh, uh he i i i just i i salute them because i know they're gonna enjoy 
of being at Parkwood Place. Absolutely. And the whole sense of community. And they have kids as well. I get the sense that the kids are thrilled about the fact that they're going to be looked after. Certainly are. Yeah. Yeah. I feel very, very lucky, Tony, to be in a position where we get to help people make that decision. Yes. You know, it's their decision to make. But we, you know, we encourage their, their happiness uh, and the move that's right for them. And you know, encourage them to take a look around as well, to look at, you know, another couple of properties to make sure that this is the right move for them. Mm -hmm. uh, we often encourage that. Because moves well. are tough. Moves are tough. And, and this is going to be their home. So they they need to know that this is a good fit for them. Yeah. Yeah, and and as you're just thinking about that whole whole uh, move thing, thinking about other clients that we had that uh, moved in, uh, we have together that moved in a little while ago. I mean, they, uh, it's a process to pare down things. Absolutely, going from a house to a um, to a suite. And, you know, these particular folks, they had a big sectional in their living room. Of course, they don't need it anymore. They kept part of it because it's a sectional. Uh, so there's a lot of m uh, memory there and comfort in the mm -hmm. things that, that were in their home. Uh, but they don't need all that stuff anymore. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's the memories, I think, Tony, that are, are really challenging for um, a resident to leave, yeah. a future resident to leave in their, in their home for 60 years. Yeah. It's the memories that have collected... So I think that's often the challenging part. Yeah. And we do reach out to, you know, some downsizers that we've worked with and, and you know, people that we trust and refer our future residents to as well. Oh, yes. And uh, I, I should touch on that, too, because that is a very important service nowadays. Uh, again, we've had Annie Ordeal from Act Together Moving uh, here on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, j just having somebody that helps a, a person mm -hmm. from their longtime home move into place like Parkwood is, is really important. It's very important. Yeah, it takes the stress away from the family and the, the future resident. Yeah, uh, you see, most, most people nowadays move every five to seven years. Mm -hmm. If these folks are in their house for 60 years, they're not used to moving. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's more difficult when you're 85 and 90 years old. Yeah, not spry like exactly when they right. were 60. When they were 20. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> goodness. Uh, all right, so before I forget again, uh, Kathy, uh, Parkwood Place, uh, let's, give it, let's give the listeners the address. Absolutely, 3051 Shelburne Street, mm -hmm. and telephone number is 250-598-1565, and ask for Kathy. Great, and uh, Jackie is across the street at Parkwood Court. Right, and we're located at 3000 Shelburne Street, and the telephone number is 250-598-1575, and just ask for Jackie. Yeah, yeah so actually, Parkwood Court is, it, both of you guys technically are sort of uh, Shelburne and Taylor Street, right? It's the next street over... Uh, actually, well, it's Myrtle. Myrtle. Oh, Myrtle. Myrtle. Myrtle, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank Myrtle you, it's Street. Myrtle Street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right, that's right. I should know that, because I'm <laughs> yeah. from there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, thank you both for coming. Uh, I hope that uh, some of the listeners here uh, either will uh, take you up on a phone call, or maybe they have uh, kids who are listening to this. Uh, I think it's a fantastic location. I mean, our mutual clients, or two recent mutual clients, lived in the neighborhood, and they're staying in the neighborhood, and that is just so important. That's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Thank you uh, for coming, guys. Thank and, you, and to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.